Thank you for joining me on the You Are Not For Everyone podcast. I am Jackie Henderson and I'm a licensed mental health counselor with a specialization in holistic and somatic practices. On this podcast, we have real talk about mental health issues, including trauma, depression, anxiety, personality disorders, and much, much more. I hope that you'll enjoy the show. Let's get started. This is You Are Not For Everyone, and I'm Jackie Henderson. Today, we're talking about overcoming insecurity. And I have found in my work and in my life experience that insecurity is not an age-determined thing. I know many people who are in their 50s, 60s, even 70s who are still very insecure, and people who are young are insecure. So it not doesn't matter about your age or anything like that. What matters is who you are as a human, how you feel about yourself on the inside. It's determined by your upbringing and what kind of confidence and support you were giving as a child. Life events throughout life could knock down our security level. So there's lots of reasons why people are insecure. But my goal is to help you move past it to overcome insecurity because you really miss out on a lot of living when you're feeling insecure, when you're feeling less than, when your mind has you believing that you're not as good as everybody else. And it's really only in your mind. And there are some instances where we aren't as good at some things as others. We might only have a bachelor's degree and someone else has a PhD. Someone might have been dancing for 40 years and you've been dancing for two years. People have different skill sets, different levels, but that doesn't make you less of a human and less of a kind person, loving person, caring person, skilled person. You want to have confidence in who you are and knowing who you are. And so you just feel better in this world and you don't feel less than. We have to accept that some people do have more skills than us, but that doesn't make them better humans than we are. We're just as wonderful as they are. And we have to start believing that about ourselves. The definition, there's two definitions of insecurity that are in the dictionary. One is uncertainty or anxiety about oneself, lack of confidence. And the second is the state of being open to danger, threat, or lack of protection. And those are important to understand because sometimes the insecurity is from not feeling safe in the world. And that goes back to attachment styles as children. How, what is your attachment style? Did you have an, an anxious attachment style? If you had an anxious attachment style, that happens as a result of a parent not being consistent, a parent being hot and cold, being kind one moment and very critical the next moment. It's having an inconsistent parent. And as a result, the child becomes less than. And it's not always just the parents. Sometimes it happens in school with teachers and coaches. Sometimes it comes from other kids and we become these anxious people because of the outside world. And if that happened to you as a child and you don't feel safe in this world, you want to start working through that as an adult because you don't want to bring that into adulthood. You don't want to maintain that in adulthood. You are safe. You are strong. You're capable. You're able to do hard things. So let's work through this and figure out how we can become the best version of ourselves. Insecurity is feeling inadequacy. 
It's not feeling good enough. It's feeling uncertain. It produces anxiety and it affects your goals. It affects your relationships and your ability to handle certain situations. So let's consider the types of insecurity there are. One is personal insecurity, and this is how you view yourself and what you believe others think about you. This is your personal identity. You compare yourself to others. You're very self-conscious. You're worried about if you're as smart, as athletic, as able as other people. Are you financially stable or successful in your career? It's all ways that we think about ourselves as our personal insecurities. Second is professional insecurities, and these are fears of, of the inability to be to perform at work. Insecurities of not having opportunities, the same opportunities as others, not feeling like you're advancing like others. Sometimes we self-sabotage ourselves by procrastinating because we fear success. We fear being noticed. We fear having those accolades and we'd rather stay small. And that is your insecurity winning. And we don't want that to happen. We might get jitters on the day of public speaking at work. We might not show up because we have to do a presentation that day. Again, a self-sabotage. And why is this happening? Why do you feel like you're less than? It's really important that you start to get to the bottom of where these feelings are coming from. If you're not as prepared, that's a reason to feel insecure and not ready to present. But if you're prepared, then there should be no reason for insecurity. And you have to ask yourself, what is going on in my mind and in my spirit that's making me feel like I'm incapable of doing this? The third type of insecurity is relationship insecurity. And these, again, are attachment styles. Some people have a secure attachment style. They feel very confident in who they are and they attach to others very easily. But if you have an anxious attachment style, and I do have a podcast all about attachment styles, you can go back and find that. But if you have an anxious attachment style, again, you're scared. You don't feel like people are safe. People are inconsistent. They're hot and cold. They make you feel good one moment, and then they make you feel bad the next moment. And so it's important that you find out what your attachment style is and you really try to work through this. People with insecure or anxious attachment styles, they fear abandonment they, in relationships. They fear that people are going to leave them. They're worried about external validation. They're always trying to have a partner or have somebody tell them how good they are. And it's important for you to know that you are enough by yourself. Whether you have a partner or you don't have a partner, you are enough. But many times when we have relationship insecurities, we're very uh, worried about how we're attaching to somebody. We're worried if they we are safe with that person. Do they really love us? Do they really care about us? We're always questioning the motives of the other person. Some consequences of having this insecurity is self-doubt constantly. People don't try new things. People stay in the back of the room. People feel like they have no confidence. There's no comfort in trying new things. 
You're constantly unsure of yourself. There's so much negative self-talk that you turn reality into this belief that it's an unsafe place. It really inhibits you from moving forward in life, from having healthy relationships, having pride in your work, and having good interactions with others. Isn't it time to feel better about yourself? Isn't it time to move into a secure place where you know who you are, you know what you're capable of, you know what you're good at, you know what you're not so good at, and it's all okay. We're good at some things. We're not good at other things. That is okay. That doesn't mean you should be insecure about it. Just be transparent. I'm not so good at this, but you know, I'm really good at this. Transparency is everything. And remember, people who really care for you, people who see you, people who know you, they don't want you to be insecure. They want you to shine. Anybody that wants you to feel insecure or makes you feel less than, those are not your people. Those are not healthy people for you to be around. You want to be around people who raise you up, who build you up, who t- say good things to you. They feed your spirit. They feed your energy. They make you feel positive and good about yourself. So we talked a little bit about where this insecurity comes from, but let's go a little deeper into it because it really is a self-esteem issue and If you're an adult now, it's important that you get past this because you're wasting a lot of fun energy, good times, new things, adventures by holding yourself back with past hurts. It's time to move forward and step positively into your adult self and know you are worthy, you are secure, you are safe. So people have been damaged in the past by harsh criticism from a parent, a teacher, a coach, a bully, and it really made an imprint on you. And that happens to a lot of people. That's why we do inner child healing, because that imprint that someone made on us that was so harsh and cruel is still with us. That inner voice, that inner critic that you have, that's that person from your past that was mean to you. It's not you. It's the person that was mean to you and you're still believing them, which means that they still are allowed to hurt you and aren't you done letting them hurt you? They're not even around anymore. Let them go. Let's move on. Let's heal. Receiving low grades or not getting your needs met in the classroom as a child. So if you weren't a great student, you might feel like you're not confident. I have friends that were dyslexic and when we were young, dyslexia wasn't a thing. So they just looked like they weren't smart and they couldn't learn. But once we learned dyslexia is a thing and people learn their learning style, then they thrive. So just because you got low grades in school does not mean that you're not smart, you're not capable, you're not able to do things. So we have to work through that. You might have gotten low grades because you had a volatile home life and you went to school tired and not clean and not fed. So there's lots of reasons why you didn't do well in school. And you have to be honest about that. Look, Take a good hard look at it and know you have control of your life now and you are capable. You may have had relationships with manipulative or hurtful friends and partners. 
Many people have been betrayed by friends. Many people have been betrayed by their romantic partners. And that could really lower your self-esteem. You start to feel like there's something wrong with you. Well, if people are hurtful to you, they're mean to you, they're betraying you, chances are that it's on them. If you have insecurity and you keep living small, you may be self-sabotaging your relationships and pushing people away because you're living so small and feeling negative toward them. So you're sending out negative energy. You have to be honest with yourself and look at yourself and say, am I pushing people away with my insecurity? Am I sabotaging my relationships from my insecurity? Or have I picked partners that purposely hurt me? Have I picked friends that purposely hurt me? Taking a good hard look at this so you can start to heal from it. And if you're not able to do this yourself, find a therapist, a counselor who can help you through this because you deserve to have healthy, happy relationships. Not meeting the goals you set and feeling like you failed could cause insecurity. So I know a lot of people set New Year's resolutions and they don't meet their resolutions. They set a dieting goal for themselves and by the end of the day, they're eating junk food. They made a commitment to exercise and it's been three months and they still haven't shown up. And you start to feel like you're not worthy, you're not capable, you don't have the willpower. Well, those are choices that you're making. Their choices. So you have to make better choices. That's it. There's a thing called self-discipline and sacrifice. We live in a culture where we're with immediate gratification. We sit in front of Netflix for hours and hours. We have a refrigerator filled with food and it's not always the healthiest food. Everything's at our fingertips. You can get Uber Eats in a matter of minutes in your house. So we're always around things that can stop us from living our best lives because we're in an immediate gratification lifestyle and culture. So if you want a better life and make better decisions, it's not because you're insecure and less than that you're not doing it. You're choosing not to do it. So it's important that you move forward and make better decisions. Sometimes we have medical circumstances that prevent us from living the way we want. If we have an illness, if we have chronic pain, chronic illness, if there's something with our bodies, like a health issue, or we lost a limb, or we lost our brain function, TBI, a traumatic brain injury, something stop us from living the life that we want to live. And so as a result of that, we need to find a different way to live. If our life has changed, our abilities have changed, that doesn't mean that we're less of a human and that we have less to offer. We just have to think outside the box and find a more creative way to help our lives be more fulfilled. And comparing ourselves to others is really one of the worst ways to build our self-esteem. You can't compare yourself to others because we don't know their story. I've met with a lot of people and some people who look like the most confident people in the world are going through the hardest times. So you can't judge a book by its cover and think someone is more confident than you and have a better life than you because you're going through stuff. Everybody goes through stuff. So don't compare yourself to others, whether it's economically, lifestyle, relationships, all that stuff, especially when you're comparing yourself through 
social media. Because again, social media, I've said this a million times, it's the highlight reel of someone's life. Usually people show their best moments on social media. So if you're comparing yourself to others, just know that you need to walk in someone's shoes to really know who they are. So no one is better or worse than you. You just have to choose your life and that your life matters and to step into a powerful, confident place. So here are some ways to help you overcome your insecurity. One is confront your feelings. Instead of holding on to negative feelings like criticism and betrayal, start to unpack these things. Start to take responsibility for your part in relationships and in your workplace if you've done your best then you can tell yourself, I've done my best and that's the best I can do and I've done everything I can. If there's places for amends, you can make amends. If you've chosen people in your life who don't build your confidence, then maybe it's time to change your circle of friends and your uh, lifestyle choices. You might want to get the help of a professional to really confront your feelings in a healthy way. Set achievable goals. You don't want to set your goals too high, uh, but you also don't want to shoot too low. You want to make yourself more capable of reaching these goals. So maybe set smaller goals, and then as you reach each goal, you can raise the goals up. Prepare yourself for setbacks. We don't always have everything perfectly happen to us. So sometimes there's chaos in our lives. Sometimes relationships fail. Sometimes friendships end. Sometimes you're not qualified for that job. So knowing that that happens eases it when it does happen. So just being more realistic that setbacks happen. Embrace yourself as you are. I've mentioned before in podcasts that confidence is knowing what's true. And what's true is your skill set. What's true is your personality style. What's true is your generosity, your kindness, your ability to overcome adversity. Know what's true. And when you know what's true, you embrace it. And if you know your shortcomings and what you're not so good at, you embrace that as well. So be realistic and embrace yourself as you are. Challenge your negative thoughts. Are these true? Am I making up a story in my head about what these people think about me? Or is it true? If you're surrounding yourself with people who think negatively of you, those are not your people. You need to remove yourself from that group. But you might be making up a story in your head. So challenge your negative thoughts. See if they're true or not true. And sometimes For me, I ask a friend, if I start thinking negative thoughts about a situation, about a person, I'll ask my good friend, what do you think? And she'll support me and help me to see things from all different angles. Surround yourself with encouraging people, people who are trying to thrive as well, people who are optimistic, people who are positive, people who are kind. Start surrounding yourself with people who are secure in who they are, people that build you up. It really matters who your circle is. So I encourage you to take a look at your circle of friends and are they encouragers or discouragers? 
start to listen to other people's stories and overcoming insecurities. I've been on a memoir kick. I've been reading memoirs of different people and hearing these people's stories and the adversity that they've gone through and how they've overcome it really is a powerful source to me to let me know that everyone goes through stuff and it's incredible to see how people overcome their adversities. So that helps you to know that you're not alone. Try new things. Get out of your comfort zone. Sometimes we get insecure because we never go anywhere. We never do anything. We just do the same things all the time and we haven't expanded our mind, our brain, our adventures, our thought process. So try new things. Take a class, learn a skill, travel, expand your knowledge, become an expert in something else that you've never done before. Challenge your capacity for growth. And let go of the people and situations that fuel your insecurity. This is going back to look at your circle of friends. Are they feeding you? Are they or are they toxic? Are they encouraging or are they misery enjoys company kind of people? Set boundaries. You might not be able to cut people out of your life completely because the negative people may be your family. They may be your partner. But set boundaries and really take care of your spirit. The only way to really thrive in this world is to to surround yourself with people who are thriving too and allow yourself space to grow. And you can't grow if you're surrounding yourself with weeds. And those negative people are the weeds. I'm going to encourage you to step into your strength, step into your confidence, step into your power. It's time. Aren't you tired of living small? Aren't you tired of feeling less than? Aren't you tired of comparing yourself to others? Nobody's perfect. We're all good at some things. We're all not so good at some things. Be honest about it. It's okay. But be secure in who you are. Know who you are and embrace who you are. I'm great at this. I'm not so good at that. If I want to get better at that, I'm going to try to practice and try new things and get myself a teacher, a coach, a mentor. If I'm great at this, I'm going to share my skills with the world and make people feel better. Sometimes our insecurity is because we're stuck in our small little world, in our small little mind, in our own little thoughts. So maybe what will help is stepping out of your world and helping others, guiding others, encouraging others, be of service to others. Stop staying in your own little world and expand your world by helping and guiding and coaching and being a resource to others to be more loving and compassionate and generous to others. Be a source of giving to others. And when we give, it feeds our soul and it feeds our security. I hope that this is helpful. I hope that you know that you deserve to live the best life you can. You are not less than anyone else. You may not be as good at some things as others, but you may be a beautiful, wonderful, loving human being, and that's what matters the most. What matters the most is who you are and how you make people feel about themselves. Step into your confidence. Know what's true. You deserve to have a secure and healthy lifestyle. 
Thank you for joining me on You Are Not For Everyone podcast. I hope you're enjoying the podcast and that you will consider supporting the show in a few different ways. You can share it with friends, you can write a review, or you can quote unquote buy me a coffee. Go down to the episode description and click the link, support the show, and you can support us financially and just share it. Tell everyone you know, stay well, be healthy, and I'll see you next time.